Marcus takes you from Paterna to Peoria. Around the Twitterverse in 420. Lou! Lou! Circus! Greetings from the middle of everywhere. I'm Ronnie Hayes, and this is your 420-ish Twitterverse update. Stay with us for this week's Once Heard Can't Be Unseen Loop Circus Peekaboo, where we learn the unintended consequences of self-surveillance. In the global view, cooler heads are hard to find in the ongoing war of words as tensions intensify on the Russia-Ukraine border. From the Russians, a persistent covert campaign of intimidation. From the NATO alliance, a persistent impending doom rhetoric. Vlad the Putinator continues to deny plans of taking Kyiv, and Ukrainians yawn. Some have go bags packed, but many refuse to get riled up, as to them, it's just another day in paradise. Political tribes in America the Beautiful are divided as ever over culture war issues, but the Russia-Ukraine issue could bring large swaths of them together as there's no appetite on the mainstream left or mainstream right for yet another generation-long quagmire overseas. Say what you will about the tree-hugging left or the MAGA right, but most of them will agree the U.S. has no dog in the Russia-Ukraine fight. If you agree, call your representatives and senators. Hell, call the White House. Mostly sunny home on the range where Yaz Week is coming up at 9 a.m. February the 28th. The Kansas Youth Power Coalition and Loud Light will be letting elected officials know, loud and bright, young Kansans will be part of every decision impacting them in the Kansas State House. Yaz Week is virtual, so participants can choose their own agenda. Join for as many or as few as your schedule allows. RSVP now, and when your events approach, you'll be given access to the full calendar. For more information, go to www.loudlight.org events. Last week, here at the Fort, IT administrators for the local school district, USD 489, were scrambling to protect assets in the wake of... Uh... Ransomware attack. Why crackers would target a middle-of-the-road high school in the middle of everywhere is anyone's guess. But of all the annoyances crackers can perpetrate for network administrators, ransomware is the butt-puckerinist. Time, indeed, is money, and garden-variety denial-of-service attacks do create overhead costs. But those matters can pretty much get handled within the IT shop. Sometimes these attacks can be thwarted before anyone even gets wind that there was a problem. But not ransomware. Someone from the IT team has to approach officers in charge of the purse strings, and a decision has to be made about whether the kidnappers' demands will be met. And when it's all said and done, there is a period of accountability for the IT team. Godspeed to USD 489's tech warriors. We'll keep an eye on this story as events unfold. <laughs> and speaking of education, rumblings about student loan forgiveness beyond May 1st are getting harder for Uncle Joe to ignore. 
According to a report from Forbes.com, U.S. Education Department officials announced it would extend the pause on certain default collections for six months after the May 1st deadline. In other words, garnishments of tax refunds will remain suspended through November the 1st. The question still remains, will borrowers see further relief after that? The Biden administration hasn't ruled out further extensions, but the question still dangles, and no one wonders why Uncle Joe's approval ratings are sagging. Someone forgot to remind him the old maxim, under promise, over deliver. 23-year-old Aiden Sova recently graduated with $13,000 in student loans. Although I still am a general supporter of President Biden, I have to say that my frustration grows. I thought that within the last year of his presidency, he would at least ease the burden for me and all of the other Americans who are affected, particularly considering the context of the pandemic. And finally, in the Spanish town of Paterna, a woman received a $570 fine for not picking up her doggie's doo-doo while visiting a different Spanish town. Upon hearing this, I wondered just how authorities were able to connect the dots. Err, plops. Well, the woman received a notice in the mail which included the street where the pile was found and the date. So, yeah, how? Well, as it would happen, this woman had her dog registered with a Spanish company that sequences and registers clients' pet DNA as a way for owners to find lost or road-killed pets. When authorities found the errant poo, they took a sample, identified the owner, and now she's out $570. Cheers! All right, that does it for today. Get more loopy fun from our website, loopcircus.com. Thank you for listening. Be safe, be well, good luck, and pay the love forward. This is Ronnie Hayes. Till next time, so long. Thank you.